Hey everyone, welcome to Sir Inc.'s The Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. We only cater to adults 18 and above. So remember, this podcast is not safe for work, or as we like to say, NSF. You can always listen to us during your private time. Hello and welcome kinky and kink curious folk out there. My name is Sir All, and today I have a special guest. Her name is Layla London. I've been following her on Tumblr and through her website. I've been following her journey. It's been very interesting. And uh, before I say anything more, I'm going to let her speak for herself. How you doing? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. It's cold here in the east, yeah. but... Um, well, this conversation is going nice... to help warm me up. Yeah, I hope so. Well, it's actually <laughs> nice, uh, 66 degrees today and uh, mm. on the West Coast. Uh, mm. Not as probably warm as where you just came from on the West Coast, mm. but but uh, yeah, it's it's it feels a little bit like spring. Lovely, lovely. It did. It felt great. You know, it's always a pleasure to come here, uh, come to the West Coast during the. Uh, during the winter time for for me uh to just get a little break in the action you know with the weather and my god like i saw chicago was something like a negative 50 or something with this arctic wind it sounds oh absolutely ridiculous it's ridiculous yeah. it's ridiculous but let's warm our audience up with this conversation let All me right. uh let me ask Wait, you go ahead before we st- before we start i just want to preface i want to want to preface one thing for your listeners and my listeners that- okay um, I don't know what you're going to ask me. And no, you do I asked not. You, I, right. I asked you not to tell me. And so uh, let's just see. I want If I'm stumbling around, I want people to know. <laughs> right. <laughs> because I'm getting put on the hot seat. You are, you are now on the sir's hot seat. Ooh. So, I don't like that. Let's, let's dive right into... Who is Layla London? Who is Layla London? Well, Layla London is, that's obviously a fictitious name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also go by, you know, out there in, in uh, I guess, in the commercial world, so to speak, uh, you know, The Curious Girl. I've got my website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com. And um, basically, you know, the the... The Curious Girl and, or Layla London is just, you know, she's just the girl next door uh, who, like a lot of people, sometimes gets busy with life, puts their sexuality on hold, uh, as I did for three and a half years. I did not have sex. <clears throat> and then one day, I just literally woke up and said, what the fuck am I doing? I am wasting pretty. Well, you wasn't doing fucking, right? Pardon me. I said you wasn't fucking right. <laughs> I wasn't doing. I was. I was wasting. It, everything was being wasted. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't out there doing anything. No sex at all. No. I mean, I hadn't had no touching, no physical contact except for you know with myself. Mm-hmm. And and I just finally just said, this is bullshit. Why am I doing this? And so. I decided to uh, change that, and I decided that I was going to make a sex bucket list, and mm. that 
um, as in addition to doing that, you know, I got this great idea like, well, gee, wouldn't this be fun if I documented this in podcast form and blog form mm -hmm. uh, anonymously? Right. So hence the, you know, hence the name Layla London. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Now, so you went from just three years, nothing. So were you not dating at that time? Um, how do you go from just nothing to, okay, I'm going to make this hit list and then just, you know, just dive right in. But did it take you some time yeah. to, you know, to, you know, date again? You know, talk about that. Well, you know, it actually, no, it really didn't. So as far as taking the time, all it did was, um, well, first, let me let me start with the first part of that question, and that's how did kind of how did that how did that come to be? How did that happen? I I'm a type A, just like a serious, as a heart attack when it comes to business, and I have been self-employed for, I gosh, let me think about this about I guess 15 years now, mm. and so I've just always been you know, loved what I, what I do and serious about it. And, um, you know, when you're running your own business, it takes a lot of work, but it was something that I loved. And so it didn't really seem like, you know, I was, you know, foregoing other things, but slowly right. over time, you know, you kind of get in a rut. And I just, you know, again, I think like what I've, what I've found from doing the Curious Girl Diaries is a lot of people get stuck in this rut, you know, where they sort of put sex, their sexuality, um, that stuff on the back burner. And, you know, I just was kind of like looking at myself going, okay, you know, you work out, you're attractive. What are you, you're, you know, like I said, you're wasting the pretty, what are you doing? Why, right. you know, why are you, why are you not? I mean, my light wasn't even on, like I call it my lights not wasn't on, you know, just where I just wasn't even, I would go from play A to B, right? With my eyes down. I'm always looking at my phone. I'm not even scanning the room. Who's right. in here. I wouldn't smile. You know, right. I just, and so, um, so I just, one day, literally, I'm not kidding. I mean, I just like had a revelation. I woke up and I said, this is fucking bullshit. You can't do this to yourself anymore. And so I just said that enough's enough. And I just basically, it's literally as easy as just changing your mind about it and saying, my light's on, I'm out there and I'm a good flirt, you know? So, right. um, so it just, I just moved it forward that way. That's nice. That's nice. And, I, you know, I, I think uh, one of the things you spoke to right there was how you can get so consumed with work and just being in that, being in your phone, how it, it disengages you from just human interaction as well. Even if you're in a room full of people, it's like you're not even really there. It's like Totally. When, yeah. I mean, and I know we've all probably, uh, once you get to a certain age, we've all uh, experienced that. And I know that... Uh, we at least know a time before cell phones and all that where the world was just more engaging one-on-one, -on -one, you know. But, um, yes. so let me ask you, from your list, can you just give me your, let's say, top three from your list? And then, and then after that, I would like to ask you, like, what have you learned and what are the thing? What are the things from your list that you've learned the most from? Hmm. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you going from you going from totally disengage, totally disengaging yourself. Now you're getting 
100% yeah. re-engage, reigniting your flirtatious side. So how to, you know, and, and now you have this list, which is very, very right. interesting, right? To hear that you have mm-hmm. a list and it's like, what was on your list first? But all right, all right, go ahead, go ahead, I'm going to let you talk. My, okay, so on my list first, it was kind of like group sex. I wanted to try, um, you know, BDSM. Um, gosh, what else? I've always wanted to do threesomes. I still haven't done that. That's still kind of carrying over into this third year. Um, and then, shoot, see, I'm not, now I'm drawing a blank here. I should, I should, I should get online and look at my website. Um, <laughs> but so let's see, there was that and. Oh, wait, I to, what else did I want to do? Was it? Oh, God. So which See, one, did, which one did you I'm enjoy not... the most? Let me ask you that. Well, okay. Well, I would say, so for me, the biggest revelation has been the, the BDSM component mm. because originally, again, I just thought this was a bucket list item. I'm going to try this and do it and scratch it off the list. Mm-hmm. And, um, so you know, like what I, you know, some of the things I learned is like, I went to a sex party, you know what? It wasn't really that exciting. Everybody, you know, they, they may, it looks really, you know, like, uh, what was that movie with Nicole Kidman and, and, uh, you know, where it looks like it looks really sexual and Mm -hmm. sexy and mysterious. Mm -hmm. The truth is you go to these sex parties and you're, you're, you know, you're you're in the middle of you're in middle mid America. You know you're on on the on the middle of the block at someone's house, mm-hmm. and you know where there's a bunch of you know station wagons and everyone's driving carpool. It wasn't sexy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and and the people there were you know I mean I just didn't see anybody that I wanted. I was there with uh with a guy, and mm-hmm. but I didn't see anybody there that I was like that I'd want to engage with. So anyway. That was that was interesting, but I did kind of learn, you know, for me, okay, that's one of the things that, you know, if I revisit it or not, it, I, I'm kind of neutral on it. It didn't knock my socks off as okay. far as being exciting, mm-hmm. but but what what did what has been the big revelation, like I was saying, is is the BDSM component. I I I just thought I'm gonna try it, scratch it off the list like all this other stuff, mm-hmm. and then kind of go back to my vanilla life and. Right. Um, but once that door got thrown open, I mean, you know, for me, there's just no going back. I mean, it's such a contrast to, you know, vanilla versus, you know, you throw a little bit of the BDSM, Uh you know, get a little kinky and it just, it changes things. And, um, so it also taught me as well that, you know, which I never knew, never Uh knew Uh I have subside. And, you know, I, if you would have said that to me at the start of this, I'd have been like, fuck you. Yeah, you don't know what the hell you're talking to, buddy, because right. I'm going to tell you, you know, that, that, that. And, right. and uh, oh, my God. I mean, it just, oh, it just sends me. I mean, what it does for me, it, it's hard to even explain. That's funny. So let me, so. It affects your brain. It affects your brain. So let me ask you this. So prior to. I've, I've had to erase some of the questions that I had for you. I got new ones now. <laughs> okay. So, so. Are you making these up on the fly? I, I think I, I have to right now after you've given okay. me this part. That's fine. That's so, fine. It's your so, interview. So, 
So how do you go from, so some of your encounters, you were able to keep yourself, let's say, kind of detached emotionally or, you know, like being clingy to, to a guy that you might have a physical, you know, um, a physical situation with blah, blah, blah. So how do you go from separating that and then you get into the domination part and it sounds like it's kind of resonated with you a little deeper mm-hmm. than something else. And so how does, how did that change? How did that hit you? You know, going from nothing to, okay, I'm out here doing some different things. And then it's like, whoa, I get this piece right here. Like those transitions are very, um, that's a hell of a transition. Yes. Yes. Um, well, so I know this, that this whole thing, that whole thing is the, is the tricky part because when you're seeing more than one person and you see these people regularly and you start to form relationships, Mm -hmm. you know, because really, I mean, the BDSM stuff, it's not really something you just meet a stranger, you know, and say, okay, I want you to tie me up and beat me or spank Mm -hmm. me or what, you know, I mean, that could be a, that's a bad idea. You know, Mm -hmm. you really need to, you need to know somebody and trust them. So, So, you know, while I'm out there doing all this, scratching things off my bucket list and seeing more than one person at the same time, um, you know, yeah, I mean, absolutely relationships form and, um, and, and you have to, you know, you, you kind of have to balance that, but at the same time you have to, for me, and you know, the first year, for about the first year and a half, I was really good at keeping everybody at a distance. Mm-hmm. And then I just got to the point where I was just like, you know, this is exhausting. I, I have feelings for, you know, I, mean, I, if I didn't like somebody, I wouldn't be able to keep seeing them and keep being sexual with them. Right. So obviously, you know, it goes deeper than just like a mm-hmm. casual hookup. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah i mean as things started to evolve you know finally i was just like okay you know i mean you you have feelings for more than one person and you know just just roll with it you know let the let the don't 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 try to suppress it just Uh just say fuck it and see what happens (laughs) (laughs) let let it go and um but that seems and that obviously helps with the bdsm stuff because you know you have to it's intense you know it's as you know it's intense and if you really i think if you really really want to get the most out of it it's so much better if you like some i mean you know if you have some feelings for somebody rather than just super super casual Uh so and and also did i answer that you answered that, but I, I got I have one more thing for you though, because I know you didn't sure. really talk about this. So you have an A type personality. The, yes. the 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 combination of getting involved with a dominant, you have to surrender control. Yes. How good or how how scary is that for you? How scary was it if it was scary at all? Or how much of a relief was it for you? Well, at first, um, it was a problem. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, it always is. Of course. No, at first it was a problem. And, you know, and he called me out on it. He mm. caught it. Like mid, you know, in the middle of a sex act, he's like, 
what the fuck do you want? Right. And I was like, oh, you know, I mean, and I did, I did a podcast about that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't even re- see, I just didn't realize I was doing it. Right. You know, I didn't realize, you know, that I was sort of drifting into just old habits and because this was something new mm-hmm. and I'm drifting into just old routine habits, you know, right. me in a, in a relationship and, you know, interacting with somebody and, you know, and he was kind of like, you know, what, what is it you want me to do? Cause I thought you were here for X, Y, and Z and you know, you're doing ABC. Right. So, and it caught me off guard. I mean, I literally, <laughs> I literally, when we were having that conversation, I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. I wanted to leave. Right. It made me super uncomfortable. Right. And, and I could feel like, I mean, like my throat, like, you know, like I, I felt claustrophobic. You oh, know? Like Lord. Being, being put on the spot, being called out like that. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't rude about it. He just was very direct, you know? Right. And, and so, um, and so I was kind of like, oh, shit, okay, well, I can, let me think about this. And so I really, you know, I it really, um, it was good that he did that because I I had to sit and think about, okay, you're just like, you're not, you are not willing to let, like, let your guard down and let somebody else lead you and, and, and be what I call like the V word, my least favorite word, be vulnerable, you know, right. just like, let this, let it go, girl, just let it go. Right. And so, you know, after that, I kind of, was like, okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to follow your lead. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to be a good girl. (laughs) Oh, you, 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 you were being a good girl. Uh, Well, I was trying, I know I just decided I was going to turn my good girl light on. (laughs) Wow. The lion gets tamed. Look at this. Well, I did, it was toe dipping. I did Mm -hmm. it slowly. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't, it was, it was a, it was a long process and it's still ongoing. I mean, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not something just came natural, but it, I've, you know, it's just, as it's gone on, it's gotten more and more progressive and, intense. you know, I'm more, pardon me. And, and intense. And into, sure. oh yes. I'm sure. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I'm sure. And so I just, yeah. So I finally like kind of just said, all right. I'm going to do it. Oh, that's funny. I just got it. I'm just getting a text from him right now. <laughs> hey, look at that. We summoned him to the, to the party. Look at that. He's getting my vibe. There you go. He knows you're talking about him. See, that's yeah. what good domination is. That, that good dominance has that connection. You see that? That is hilarious. You want so, me, and it's a picture. I'll tell you what it is. It's a picture of a picture of um, a girl being face fucked <laughs> lovely lovely which That's... is like one of my favorites to do with him excellent send a message this is what <laughs> this is what's on my mind right now i love it yeah i love it so so yep. tell me so being as though we you know it's ironic that he takes us down this way i had this question so what is it uh what is the most let's say uncompromising position that you were put in in this DNS dynamic and what did you get from it? And when I say compromising, maybe like, you know, did he tie you up? You know, um, you know, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he likes to do, yeah, he likes to tie me up. He's mm-hmm. really good with that stuff. He can, 
look at something and then just do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so he's real good with the, with the ropes and, um, uh, I think, so, you know, for me, like being, you know, being tied up and then that, that's a, that's compromising. But I think the, the, probably the biggest thing that stands out for me the most because I am still kind of like do I like this or do I not like this mm-hmm. is the denial the orgasm denial mm. so you know initially with a lot of our interactions it was you know just I mean he's just making me come a lot and and forcing mm-hmm. them on me and you know I mean just mm-hmm. like you know and just even like it's so strange. Like the first time he said, you know, the first time I heard him say, come for me. And I was just like, it just it did something to my brain. Like I was like, whoa. I mean, mm-hmm. all of a sudden I was, you know, I just reacted to it. And, and I did, you know, and I was like, holy shit, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> what is this mind Miyagi shit? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and, but then, so, you know, so then you kind of get into that pattern. Well, then he, then he starts kind of transitioning me into, um, you know, taking that away and, and, you know, I'm, and then, and teasing me, you know, and getting me and edging me, which, you know, it's weird. I have this love hate thing with it. It's like, I like it, but some, sometimes it just irritates the hell out of me. You know, because right. I want what I want when I want it. And I'm used to getting a lot of orgasms <laughs> when we're together. And now all of a sudden I'm like, what? Right. He had me to the point where I was literally almost ready to cry. That's good. I, That's good. I, you like, should let yourself what, go. What are you fucking doing to me right now? Like, because I wanted to come so bad and he kept saying no. And I'm wrestling it with, you know, it within my mind. I'm going, you know, there's this, okay, just do what he's asking because he's asking. And then that's one side of me. And then there's this other side that's like, fuck this. I'm just going to fucking come because I right. want to. You right. know? Mm-hmm. Just, the brat. The brat showed that's up. That's struggle right now. That's the new kind of like, yeah, struggle. But the orgasm that I did, I will say this, the orgasm that I, you know, what I will finally have, I'm literally like, collapsed and shaking like it's so Mm. strong so once i've been denied that long Mm. so it's in very intense um but i feel it it makes you just feel so when you can't and you want to and and you're struggling with knowing that you can but you're you're gonna let him tell you not not to Mm -hmm. there's this um it's just like it, it, it just feels like it's upsetting. I mean, like, like I said, that's why it brings out this, like, I just wanted to like, literally like almost wanted to cry because I was so desperate and needy and vulnerable to come, to get what I wanted. Right. And, and I'm used to getting what I wanted and not getting what I wanted was, uh, shocking. Right. <laughs> it was even more shocking that I was like, that I was going along with it. I'm like, mm-hmm. who the fuck? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Who are you becoming? <laughs> right, right. You like you like playing to his beat. You like dancing to his beat. Well, I, I'm yes, I'm getting to that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still get uppity from time to time. Don't of, of you know? course you have to resist. That's part of it. Yeah, but um, 
but yes. So I think that was probably the most, you know, that, that, that and being tied up when you can't, you know, bend your body the way you want mm-hmm. and you can't sort of, you know, fuck like when you're having sex with somebody you're sort of fucking them back they're fucking right. you you're fucking them right and, and you can't you're, reciprocate you're, the way you would like i couldn't reciprocate right i just yeah and that's so, and that's great yeah so so that's um but but it's it's all you know it's all very hot and sexy and, <laughs> intense intense God, intense. So intense yes yeah. yes and you know it's funny because it it is different for women um today and it's different for men as well because uh when you're in control like that the part of the the part of it that people can't see through pictures is this connection right and Mm -hmm. not only is this this connection but the man is actually serving in this moment he's acting as an initiator but also as a caretaker as well and so it's like it's unusual for women to be catered to, you know, because it's always like this whole thing of like women to submissive serve their dominance and all that. But there are moments that dominant serve as well. And so, you know, this gives a dominant a chance to let his imagination come out, really do some things, very, you know, do some things and really just focus on her, which I think is what a lot of women would prefer even if it happens in increments and it doesn't happen night night in and night out just the fact that there's a whole night set aside strictly focused on your pleasure and your release that's different that's different and i mean you can't do that all the time sometimes but you know but that's very different and it's a very um and it's a a situation that a man you know thinks his way through you know he plans for certain things and he you know and what energy are you giving him, right? So you give him the brat, then he's going to come in feeling like, okay, well, this is what the brat going to get. It it might be yeah. a little, you know, a little bit yeah. more punishment going on, you know, opposed mm-hmm. to, oh, you've been a good girl, well, then the good girl will get this kind of session. But you've been yeah. a, oh, you've been a bad girl and you've been a brat? Oh, you've been a yeah. brat. Oh, the brat's out. Oh, okay. Let me show you what the brass. Then I get, get my ass beat. Yeah, see that can happen. See that can happen. Which I, which I like. I mean, I like. You know, it sounds. I mean, I love all. I love the biting, the marks, the, mm. you know, the 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 spankings, the you know, the the getting the belt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's funny that you know, for me like you had touched on earlier saying, you know, it, people have this idea of the whole, you know, dominant submissive where it's like, oh, the submissive is just serving, serving, serving. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I've always felt it was the other way around. I have always felt like all this, look at all this attention is on me. Mm-hmm. And it's focused, thought out attention. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can just get with somebody and screw but right. this is different because it's about something different. And right. this person is, you know, giving you, doing all these things to you and your body. And I just, I love it. I just mm. love it. That's nice. That's nice. I'm glad. I'm glad. And I'm so, I'm so looking forward to hearing more of, 
you know, this with you and you and Mr. Dominant here. I, I can't wait to hear more. This this just makes it just tickles my fancy when I hear people in these nice situations and it's you know and it's struggling in them and and not struggling in a bad way. You know, um, just struggling. You know, relationships connections are like that. You know, we're we're waging our our push against whatever you know whatever conformity conformity that we all have to do we kind of push against it and it's it's wonderful to see you know having a connection with someone that makes you want to hang in there because i've had situations where i'm like i don't like her that much you know i'm not going to really try to pursue anything with this girl we having sex but it's not really it's not really nothing personal for me you know and as you going through the motions you're like yeah but when you have it for somebody it just makes all the all the all the struggle and the journey just so worth it, especially as a dominant to, you know, have to have a, a a type woman have to, you know, get on up, get on, get on, get on my page and try to settle her into this rhythm that we're going to have on a regular basis. It doesn't happen easy. You're going to get a whole lot of resistance. So you just have to be prepared, but that brings out a different personality in the dominant as well. So, you know, one submissive might, might bring out a different aspect of your domination, whereas though another one, like a brat, would just make you have to be a whole different kind of way. But it's really great. Sure. It's really great though. It's really great. But enough about enough about the, all that. Enough about all that. Enough about all that. So let me ask you, what is next for you? Have you thought about that? Or are you just taking things day to day? Like what is next for you, the curious girl and her journey? Well, so what I really want, you know, this, this year is just to kind of hopefully finally get my fucking three ways going. (laughs) (laughs) Goal for 2019. We're looking for an extra. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, And and I would love to do my, you know, my rape fantasy, which, you know, I know people cringe when I say that, Mm -hmm. you know, um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I would love to, to do that. And, um, and just, that's kind of, those are, you know, those are kind of the remaining items on my, my bucket list. You know, I, I, if I can scratch those off and have those experiences, I will be very happy. Um, Uh. and then, you know, just as far as everything else, the, curious girl you know i'm i'm i this year i'm really more interested in just kind of like what we're doing now it's just doing more interviews talking to people that i find interesting and fascinating that are you know not mainstream vanilla you know they're mm. they have they're doing a different thing i would love to talk to a, a woman that's you know a dom yes and because in my you know in my in my travels you know my mm. curious girl travels one of the guys that i see is submissive Really? Yes. And at the very be- and see, I, mm. I, I can put that hat on and, um, but I don't know that I, you know, do it very well, but I, you know, I can easily do, you know, do what he needs. And when that's why this, that's why this whole, what I, you know, what I call my sexual road trip has been so interesting because when I first realized, you know, when he first started telling me that, He's submissive and wants to be submissive to a woman. This is a big, like, 6'5", 215, you know. Right. Uh, big, you know, big, big guy. 
handsome guy. Uh-huh. And you would not, I mean, you know, he looks like he could rip you limb from limb. And, you know, uh, he he's submissive. And at first, when I when he first told me, I was just like, whoa, I don't know about that. And mm. then the more, you know, this is because this was this was in the very beginning. He's one of the first people, first guys I met. Mm. And and when you know when I when I started to kind of like learn about it and and un, you know uncover it, there was mm-hmm. I thought okay you know what that's hot, right? I that's sexy, yeah okay you know like. <laughs> <let's do this. laughs> so 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 um, it's fun. It's fun. Right. So having him as a submissive for you allows you to really act out your A type personality. Correct. Right, and yeah. so you get the feed. So you you yeah. could kind of switch. You could kind of gravitate into the role of a switch. A switch is someone who you know I, uh, you know mm-hmm. can be submissive and can also have be a dom. Be dom. I mean, and I guess you know for a woman, then I remember when I you know the things that I see and some of the ones that I followed. Um, it seems like they have a lot of fun, but some of them, um, they don't really have physical relationships with their, with their slaves though. So, um, I yeah, I mean, I just know that some of them are just serious on, uh, uh, yeah, some of them. Now I do know one and I can actually hook you, hook you up with her too, um, through social media, but she, um, she has one or two boys. Um, uh, that's what she calls them. And she, um, uh, has an attachment for one or two up for one of them, I do believe, but she gets to have her fun and she does all that kind of aggressive stuff and they love it. And, you know, she's, and we have conversations like, you know, like dominant to dominant, you know, we just have the same kind of thought process when it comes to relationships. And, and so do we, you know, we have certain grounds that we understand one another on and that's, your A type personality is just something that matches up with with what dominants do, um, and how you have to be sometimes. Like you were saying, you were just very anal about your day. It can be a very dry personality, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't. It's not very uh, inviting all the time. It, it takes a very. It no, takes you to be able to go into not, it, a, a dry space for me, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I, I mean, you know, definitely. I have a very. Um, what do we call? I mean, just very direct. Right. I've always in business and so I mean, just direct. Like for me, I just don't think that you know adults in you know business wise, right? I don't think adults need to be coddled. So I won't. Right. I, you know, I'm just like this is how it is. We're all adults. Let's talk about it. Let's just get down to the facts and make shit happen. You know, and and it's funny because you know the guy that I do the dominant submissive stuff with, he's like, you're very harsh. <laughs> you're very <laughs> harsh. Right? And I'm like, I know. Yes, I am. You know, it's like, I know, you know, I'll say something. I'm like, I know that sounds harsh. And he's like, well, you're a very harsh woman. You know, like, yes, right. I am. I, you know, that's true. <laughs> um, but, um, but you know, the, the, the guy that's, that's submissive, um, you know, he's just, it's just interesting because I, you know, ha- again, having those experiences, which is from one end, you know, you got one, you got here, you got one end and then here you got the other. Mm-hmm. Again, that really helped me figure out, you know what, as a general rule, living my life, I don't want to be the dominant one. Mm, okay. As a woman, uh-huh. I know that. Okay. You know, and th- that, re- you know, 
going to the opposite ends of the spectrum has really helped me sort that out. Good. I, I've always liked, you know, a man to be a man, and mm -hmm. but this really helped me like get clear on it. And nice. Uh, so I like so you know with the guy that's submissive. I just first of all I I can't say enough about him. I I just love him. He is a sweetheart, and you nice. know. And and I great and I consider him a great friend. Good. Um, and um, and you know, but I I couldn't live that. I couldn't. You know, I know that I could not live that because it doesn't. You know, feel right for me to be always in control. I want to take that hat off. I really want to just not have to. You know, make all the do, do the decision making out. Right. You know. In the outside world, when I'm doing business, yes. But when I, when I come home, I want to be a woman. Right, and that's and that's and I think that's a great thing. Um, I think it's great that women such as yourself and the other women that I know, you know, really enjoy the feminine energy and want to be feminine. And um, yeah, yeah, and a lot of that is just not having to be the boss, not having to always control everything. I mean, you know, control is just a very hard thing to do, to be the person that has to be in control of everything on an everyday basis. That is, uh, like it's you said, exhausting. it's exhausting as hell. And that's why, that's why I should be on the shoulder, well, like, hey, shoulders of men. Yeah. Certain things you right? shouldn't have to think about. That should be on the shoulder of men. Yes. You yes. It, but it also, I will say this. Knowing what it feels like to to carry all that, to shoulder all that myself, mm -hmm. and to be able to put that on, you know, have somebody else take some of that off me. Right. It gives me a lot of respect. Mm. For because I'm aware of it. I'm You're aware right. of the tremendous burden. You know, I mean, not burden. I mean, it's not the right word, but just the term. I just um, I know what that weight feels like. Yeah, I and think, so I think it can be a burden. Say, say, uh, pardon. I say yes. It it can be yeah. a, it can be a it can be looked at as a burden, and yeah. not so much as a burden. It's just a responsibility. It's a great responsibility, you know. As a as a man that feels as though I want to have a, a you know a woman, and or, you know maybe a family situation, and you know just someone who I care about. You know, I want to make sure that I can try to protect them, and that and that's a a mental thing and a physical thing and a spiritual thing. You know, and so it gets a little. You know, yeah, it, that's a whole another level of just constant thought process. And, you know, yeah. I've already talked to you about why women need protection. Uh, <laughs> to be protected from ourselves. Y'all need to be protected from yourselves. That's right. And that's where strong, dominant personalities step in and help put some uh, order to chaos. Beautiful yeah. chaos. Beautiful chaos. Yeah. Beautiful chaos. Beautiful chaos. Beautiful chaos. That's what we are. Yes. Beautiful <laughs> chaos. Honestly. <laughs> but we all we all got some stuff, but absolutely beautiful chaos. Love women. Gotta love women. Gotta love women to stay engaged, really. If not That's right. I see how a lot of guys just check you need out that balance. Can. But you need that balance. You do. You, you need, need that balance. balance. Yeah. And we need other stuff to do. <laughs> or we'll yeah. destroy or we'll destroy ourselves you know we'll yeah we'll get in destructive behavior drinking too much doing some craziness you know we need 
We both need each other to balance each other out. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, we need somewhere to put all that Martian energy. You'll get you caveman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really you know. Will. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna soften that caveman a little bit. Yeah, shave him down. You know, I believe in that. Shave him down and uh yeah. yeah. Let's take let's take him out the cave and shave him down. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But look, before I wanna say thank you. Thank you for you know, give me your time to do this interview. It is 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 such a pleasure, such a pleasure having you. And just to tell you how much you, you know, just coming across your journey has inspired me to do what I'm doing right now, which is this podcast. So you're a total inspiration. You have absolutely helped me uh, get from just talking about it to doing it. So I appreciate you so much. I just want you to know that. And well, thank you. You're welcome. welcome. And 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 I just would like to let you have your closing, you know, let you close the show out. Um, just letting them know, you know, again, who you are and maybe where they can find you and maybe uh, anything else you would like them to know, my audience to know. Uh, well, so I am on, um, I have a website and that's thecuriousgirldiaries.com and that has all my podcasts and then my blog and then i'm also on tumblr which is i guess it's tumblr dot no wait curiousgirldiaries.com forward slash tumblr.com something like that anyway just get on mm-hmm. tumblr and just put in the curious girl or actually you know you can link to my social medias from my website from the curiousgirldiaries.com um and where else kingspace.com Kingspace.com, you know that. Yeah, let's plug Kingspace. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and then l- less less visited is uh, um, I just am starting uh, on Facebook. Uh oh. And um, the, uh, under the, you know you can type in the Curious Girl, but I'm just kind of getting that going. And okay. so um, I do have a couple things coming that I'm hoping to get just get on board quickly is um, an app. So that I can start doing live broadcasts, which I think will be fun. And then and then listeners can interact with me um, while the show is going on and ask questions. So that'll be fun. And um, and let's see what else is coming on the horizon. Just I guess pretty much just the app and and uh, you know again just go to the website and you can find my at the scroll at the bottom there you'll find well you'll see the podcast it's on iTunes it's various places I, I i you know i'm almost losing track stitcher it's on stitcher itunes um and a few other big places where you put your podcast <laughs> 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 i need to kind of get all that get all that organized but um basically i mean most people most people can go to itunes it's just fine just type in the curious girl diaries and uh there i am so um and then just the, the website's kind of like the main hub though you can you can message me there and reach out to me that way yes and listen to those podcasts that she has because they are hilarious that's right they there's are like, really this good is, there's like yeah how many are there? there's 70 70 plus whoa episodes now whoa yeah whoa okay yes okay All they right. heard it they heard it they heard it <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you, so, you much. so much yes 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 that was quite an experience wasn't it Tune in again for a fresh release of Sir Inc., the Experience Podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed today's chat. 
We'd love to hear your experiences and your feedback. Do email us at sirinq at sirinq.com. You can also follow us on sirinq on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Kingspace.